Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamprin. Yeah, good morning. Another full house here in the studio this morning. We have uh, Rob Golfie, sales rep with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Along for the ride this morning as well, Jennifer Dreho and Phil Golfie, both sales representatives with the Golfie team. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Not too bad. Lots of stuff to get to today. Don't forget the website, robgolfi.com, Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com, 905-575-7700 is the phone number. Check him out on Twitter and Instagram, at Rob Golfi, and look him up on Facebook to search Rob Golfi. Great Facebook page. Lots of things to talk about today. We'll get to the coloring contest, uh, getting your home evaluated at uh, golfigetsitsold.com, closing your home purchase on a Wednesday, things that can go wrong on closing foreign buyers tax we'll get into that household debt hitting another record high we'll get into the, the hamilton waterfront uh, letters that come with offer to sway the seller we'll touch on that in a few minutes uh, jennifer's experience in buying a home but first we'll uh, talk about what's happening with the team yeah i've been uh, it's been a busy uh week uh with us uh we've had uh and it, and it it's it's very awkward because it's it's hard to gauge a value of a property like you go in and and we want to get uh the highest best price for our clients mm -hmm. and um so you don't know um and and you put a price on it you're pushing the market and then and it's and it's a risk right it can go either way right and and that is the unsure about us as realtors sometimes because you saw the last one that sold for in the in the neighborhood is 450 you say okay you know let's try 475 mm -hmm. or 500 Nothing happens, boy. You got egg on your face there, so that's the tough part. But uh, but Philip had an, had an experience where um, how many offers were there on uh, on Grant Avenue? Another one on Grant Avenue that we uh, that we uh, that we sold, um, and it sold for one hundred and twenty nine thousand over asking. Wow. Now we were we were going for we were going for probably I think fifty to sixty thousand. I think was the 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 goal. Yeah, just from the showings and. What what you know the uh, the feedback I got from the realtors coming through the property, mm -hmm. you can kind of gauge where the final sale price might end up. Right, you get a ballpark. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when it came down to the offer presentation, we ended up having fourteen offers, um, and and some emailed them, and then some you know we we allowed other agents to come present, and uh, so so we had this one couple, young couple, first time home buyers, mm -hmm. new to Hamilton. So welcome to Hamilton. This is a good tactic. This welcome, is a, a great tactic. Welcome to Hamilton. They're, they're, they're looking, they're looking to buy in Hamilton. And, and, uh, so they got there early and, and, and the buyers wanted to come and meet the sellers. So when they come, we were, we're in the middle of the, you know, they, they, I introduced them and I said, Hey, listen, you know, this is, this is the seller and the buyer and, and nice to meet you. So they had, they had an opportunity to present their story to them okay and along came with their story was it was a, a, a very nice leather but before that i said um i told my sellers i, I go you know these people are going to want to come talk to you they, they really want to meet you right and and my seller was like oh yeah they can do whatever they want there's you know 
it all comes down to price. I don't care what they say or what they're going to do. Like, I'm not interested in, in, in what they say. Like, nothing's going to change right. it, right? They don't want to get emotional. So yeah. I was like, I was yeah. like, okay, if that's the case, you know, you know, we'll just let them, you know, just be, be courteous and kind and, hmm. and let them come, you know, say their story. So they came in, right? And I'm sitting there and they're very kind people, very, mm-hmm. very kind people. And my seller started crying. No way. It started tearing up, right? And she's the one who said, <laughs> Forget the poker face now. Nothing's wow. gonna work. Really? So so I think what what kinda, you know, got her, she she had this beautiful garden in the backyard. Mm. She and they, they, they submitted a letter yeah, with it. I and, I could read the letter if you want. It uh it's it's a really nice letter. And and what it what it is is it, it it's describing the couple that's moving in and giving them a picture of how they're going to continue taking care of the property and raising their family. Okay. So kind of like a passing of the torch type thing. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So I'll just so, read the letter. It okay. says, Dear homeowner, please accept this letter to accompany our offer for uh, of purchase for your house. We are a young couple looking to buy our first home where we can raise our family and live within our means. We have been actively seeking a home exactly like yours. Duplex, garden, character, central location, room to grow for over a year now. As soon as it became on the market, we knew it was exactly the home we've been looking for. The way the house is laid out, perfect for us, and we would be more than willing to assume the upstairs tenants should they wish to stay. My partner is from Ireland, and the bright century home in the backyard garden with the stonewall pond reminds him of home. I'm from Georgetown and and, uh, am an avid gardener. I can picture many happy hours planting out in the backyard. I just accepted a new job at the Royal Botanical Gardens, so we'll be looking for ways to beautifully it, it even more. We also know and love Hamilton. My grandparents live in the area, and we look forward to being able to visit and care for them. It is with great hope for our future that we submit this letter along with our offer. We look forward to potentially meeting you at the Golf uh, Team Remax office in Grimsby Wednesday evening. So... As she's, you know, reading this letter, my seller just starts like, like tearing <laughs> Melting. up, right? Because she, you know, she, she, she actually built that garden and, and she's, um, you know, she would hate to see it go. And, and then sure. when she came and said, she's, you know, working for the Royal Botanical Gardens and yeah. it kind of had that emotional <laughs> attachment. So home run right there. Yeah. yeah. So we kind of talked in, and in, in the whole time as each presentation is going on, they're like, oh, you know, I really want them to get it. Like, I really hope they get it. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know. And I and I said this letter was probably worth fifteen thousand right, dollars when right. it came down to the. Well, well, I don't know, maybe that much. I I'd say at least I, at I, least I, ten. Let's just say this: if there was a let's say five to seven thousand dollar difference, if the if the people that wrote this letter were seven thousand less, mm-hmm. I could see uh, the homeowner picking this yeah. person as the as the buyer. Right. And, and, but in this market. Uh, it's kind of tough because you're dealing with too many offers. Right. But when uh, when when the market's balanced and stable and and it's uh, it's it's not a buyer's market, it's not a seller's market. These letters are great. Mm. They're great because uh, you bring in personality into the offer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and they and people like that. It's because because that was their home for so many years. And now somebody else wants to make it their home, right. and uh, and it and it, do, it does make a difference. It, as as representing a buyer coming in with a letter, and you're in multiple offers. If it's just two or three offers, you've got you've got a, a stronger chance of getting right. 
getting that house. And it, it really brings the human element into it. I mean, it's not just a transaction anymore. Now you're, you're as I said, you're passing the torch. You're, you're knowing that this uh, next homeowner is going to take care of what you kind of established. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think, I, Jenny, you should have used this letter. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. But I also, I, I wanted to say too, yeah, and sometimes with investor properties, there is no human element. You know, right. it's usually investors coming in and it's all about the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for this letter to come about, uh, for this particular property <laughs> on this particular street, I'm actually quite amazed. Yes, yes. The uh, it's it's it uh, it does make a big. I think it does make a big difference. Um, and I think I truly believe that the buyer for this was somebody moving in. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Grant Avenue is becoming a trendy area to live in. Right. And uh, that, so I don't that, think I don't think yeah. there were, I don't think the buyers this particular buyer was looking at buying it to. To rent out and just sure. and it, it wasn't a numbers thing. It was actually and you could tell the frustration. They've been looking for a year and, yeah. they, and they've been beat out on uh, a lot of offers and it, and you could tell the frustration. This is their kind of like please you know like if if we're within a a, a close range of price mm-hmm. you know give please me a please consider us yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely wow. and in, in comparison to the market a year ago like we've seen the market increase a substantial amount from you know when they initially started looking mm-hmm. right. And you know, it just gets worse and worse. Maybe a year ago, maybe a year ago, if this house came up for sale, they can get it for you know four hundred or four ten. Sure. Now, now we're a year later into the market, and and there's no way a first time home buyer can save as fast as the housing market's increasing. Right. So as the housing market's increasing, that means that, that you know your down payment's increasing. But yeah. unfortunately, you know where they were looking a year ago is probably going to be different. To where they're looking for now, sure, based well, we, on based on the housing. Yeah, we yeah. go through the stats every month, and it's That's you know thirty percent right. increase, twenty percent increase. So you can't well, save that much. Well, remember remember when I was reading the stats? Uh, was it I can't remember? Was it last week or a couple of weeks ago? And remember, I, I thought the number was wrong, thirty seven percent. Yeah, it was in yeah. Stony Creek. That was thirty seven. Really, eh? Stony Creek did increase from last year to this year thirty seven percent. Unbelievable. Wow. So. Anyway, um, let's talk about Jenny's experience. Yeah, Jennifer's going experience buying, buying a home. So I, I probably should have wrote a letter myself. What would you say? Yeah, what would that letter would be highlighted? Single mom just looking to raise her child in lizard. You know, they got they got a lizard as a pet. What's, yeah. the, what's the lizard's name? Dorito. <laughs> and uh, we just need a home because um, I just sold my property in Ancaster. Okay. And I'm thinking, oh, I did really well. Um, and I'm doing this all day long, helping buyers. And, and I'm putting offers. I probably put 10 offers in in the last three weeks and maybe got two of them. Hmm. So it's the constant struggle for other people. And it's bad enough when I don't get it for them. But when I didn't get it for me, <laughs> I was devastated. And I didn't realize how emotional it really gets because right. I was like, yeah, I made some money on my property. Now it's time to go look and be aggressive. And I had my heart set on this one place and I thought I had this thing in the bag. And so I go get my offer ready. I know what I'm doing and it's with my same brokerage. And all of a sudden there are 16 offers. Hmm. There was four and then it turned into 16. And a lot of them were GTA um, buyers, Toronto agents coming in from out of town and listed at 499. This thing went to 700. Wow. And Jenny went in, uh, what, 6'10", six ten, and she thought she had it in the bag. She yeah. goes, nobody is going to go that this. high. 
And when I didn't even want to ask her that night and say, hey, did you get the house? I just waited till the next day. I didn't hear anything. So I thought, oh, oh my God, she didn't get it. I was so upset. Uh, when you when they hand that folder back to you, you know that means you didn't get it. Yeah. And it's just like when you audition for That's like your walking papers. <laughs> That's like they give it you the folder. The yeah, not good enough. It's yeah. the walk of shame. And you're yeah. like, what? And the look on my face. A couple was... people doing that this morning after St. Patrick's Day last night. Yeah. 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 With the look on my face must have been like terrifying like no she this isn't <laughs> happening to oh, me yeah, no and it did and i was so upset i i like i seriously turned off the radio i turned off the phone yeah it was like a long ride home after that it, it was it, sad it, it is it is depressing because i could see she was saying how she you know what she's gonna put in the living room and mm-hmm. you know, the bedroom i moved in get it all planned out. Yeah, i knew yeah. where that picture was going yeah <laughs> Yeah. That was rough. Yeah. So now you can obviously relate to, you know, clients and, and other home buyers who are in the same, you know, the same Absolutely. boat, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's hard too when it's a day in and for these other people, you know, like I have resources. Sure. But these other people are relying on us to make this thing happen. And when it's happening time and time again, they're losing and losing. You start losing faith as an agent trying to help them when clearly it's just these a lot of these out of town buyers are just like, you know, laying two hundred thousand dollars extra on this property that you could never even imagine uh it is uh yeah it's an incredible uh, game if i can call it that uh, and a lot of dollars flying around a lot of uh, percentages uh, going uh, up uh still to come on the show we'll get into uh, the hamilton waterfront uh, and things that can go wrong on closing call rob golfie today at 905-575-7700 online at robgolfie.com you're listening to the hamilton real estate show on am 900 chml Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Phil Golfie and Jennifer Dreho also in studio. They too sales reps with the Golfie team. Call them today at 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. RobGolfie.com. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Check out Rob Golfie on Facebook as well. If you have a question, you can email the show. Question at robgolfie.com. Again, that's questions at robgolfie.com. We'll answer it on a future program. Uh, the Hamilton Waterfront and the search for a Pier 8 developer has uh, been launched. Yeah, that starts uh, today. I don't know why on a Saturday. Doesn't uh, business day start? So they said uh, they're, uh, I guess, bids are going to start coming in. They're going to okay. look for someone to de- develop um the waterfront uh and the they hope to turn uh, 1500 residential units as well as new commercial buildings on the harbor front and uh so the city is in the process of demolishing old buildings and servicing five hectares well hectares five hectares i don't know what hectares are but five hectares equals to 12 acres in case anybody mm. wants to know how big that is i think most people know acres versus hectares yes and uh the pure lands in advance of uh, a sale and redevelopment deal it wants to be finalized by 2018 so they're going to be finding a developer that can develop this beautiful piece of property yeah. uh on the uh the waterfront and uh i i think it, i i'm looking forward to seeing this thing happen yeah there's already some developing happening i just went and saw a property down on i think it was mcgill and there's 
these beautiful condos going up. They're like almost fully up already. And just that whole area right now is just blowing up like crazy. Mm -hmm. Any house for sale there, multiple offers instantly. Yeah. If you're an investor, Pier 8 must be really enticing. It it is. Well, that area, there's there's a section of that area... Um, it has gone up. It, it's exploded in price, um, and it and it's cleaned up quite a bit. So a lot of people were going in there, buying these old uh, one and a half stories bungalows, mm-hmm. and uh, now they're turning them around, and it's becoming a beautiful area to, to live. And uh, and and look, and with this development happening, it's yeah. going to be a great place. Uh, it's going to be the hangout to, uh, to go. Like you're, you're going to see like uh, people like boardwalk there, mm-hmm. people shopping. walking around shopping. It's going to it's going to be a fantastic place to to hang out. Can an area like that? We're talking really North End Hamilton. Can an area like that um, impact what's happening downtown and, and maybe even West End or East End? Absolutely. Uh, I just recently put an offer on a building uh, downtown Hamilton for to move our office, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm in the process of of uh, uh, firming up the, the deal on uh, Tuesday. And uh, I know that's where it's all happening. Right now, I don't know if there's any uh, uh, cranes in the sky in, in downtown Hamilton, but mark my words, uh, take a look at, at the skyline of Hamilton downtown. Within two and a half years, you're going to see two to ten cranes going on yeah. at any given time in the next two to five years. This is really exciting. You know, yeah. just finally seeing something new happening in mm-hmm. Hamilton. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The only the only, the only, only thing I kind of wished happened is uh, that the stadium was downtown. And I, I know there, there was an issue for, for uh, traffic and everything else, but I think that would have been the icing on the cake. I mean, we've dealt with traffic issues in all parts of the country. I'm sure they could have worked something out, but yeah. that would have just put the icing on the cake for downtown Hamilton. I remember there was a lot of talk, and, and we're talking West Harbor, so you know, not necessarily uh, right in the downtown, but just you know, kind of off it. Um, but there was a lot of talk that condo developments would be a part of that project. Was that something that you were hearing as well? There's, there's, well, yeah, th- th- there's a lot of, uh, per, um, what do they call, permits that were applied for, and they said, I don't know, how many billions of dollars of real estate is going to be built in the downtown core, hmm. and I'm going to have one of the guys from the city coming out, I'm just working out a, a date with them to come in and, and ex- explain and tell us what, everything that's happening, yeah. but um, but th- there's no doubt, like, it's just going to, and I, and That'll bring more people into Hamilton. That'll bring more jobs mm-hmm, into Hamilton. Mm-hmm. That'll bring m- more restaurants. That'll bring more, yeah. m- more of everything. More students, more, more everything, stu- yeah. everything. More more of everything. And um, and I think just to see the skyline change, too. I mean, we're, we've got this stigma with the factories being on the water. And just to have these beautiful buildings, you know, like Toronto has or Vancouver has over the water, like that's going to be just great well the the last building downtown that was built i think it was a cibc building i think i, I can't think of any other uh, staybridge suites i guess would have been yeah. maybe the newest one so yeah. there's, a, there's a new hotel and right. i know the refurbishing that's right that's like right the cannot the but, redoing but, but like office nice building, building. Yeah. yeah yeah but it just uh it, it seems like it's a slow but it, it looks like there's a lot of investment happening yes. into the downtown core there's no doubt about it and lrt is going to be a big factor as oh, well yes. we've talked about that yeah, absolutely numerous times absolutely uh let's move over to uh, household debt hitting another record Yes, money is cheap now to get, um, and I'm just get, this is this is news and that I get from the uh, newspaper that everybody reads, and uh, and I so I just you know want to you know just give it a, a, a recap of what's happening in the news a little bit. Not saying that I'm the professional of any of this stuff, and when it comes to uh, economics or anything like that, I just I know real estate, and that's all I'll stick to. But it, it just says that. Uh, uh, 
a dollar a dollar sixty seven in credit uh, market debt for every dollar of adjusted household disposable income. So. It is getting high mm-hmm. because basically what that means is for every dollar we earn, we're paying sixty-seven cents. That's right. Back to That's the right. banks. Back to the banks. So or someone that you owe money or 67 to. Sixty-seven cents that we don't have that we're actually yeah, exactly. spending. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean the the mortgage. Like so, if somebody's buying a five hundred thousand dollar house and they got a four hundred thousand dollar mortgage, that I mean, I mean everybody would have a mortgage and that that equates to that. And they they said that uh, the mortgage debt is accounted to sixty-five point five percent of the total uh, of our debt. But um, it, that's what makes the economy go. And, and people's uh, equity is growing faster too. Like, so once you buy a house and you own a home, mm. um, your net worth is going up because of the economy. Especially in Hamilton, it'll go up in like one month. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So so buy now, so next month you could be worth another $50,000 more. <laughs> Very true. Very that's true. it. But, uh, but yeah, just... Uh, just a, a recap, uh, you know, just uh, saying, you know, what's happening with the economics. The other the, last week, they were saying BMO predicted that um, that we have 24 months uh, left in this great economic market of housing. Okay. Now, everybody wants to predict, right? And everybody, you know, and then once some once whatever happens happens, uh, they're gonna say, "Hey, I told you so." My prediction is um, in 2008 we had. Um, a bit of uh, an economic, a little bit of a bump. Not a uh, it, prices got adjusted, but very little. Hmm. Now we're at, uh, by BMO's numbers, by sh- seeing their graph, we're at 2008 peak point right now, and they predict it's just going to still go up. We haven't even hit the peak like 1989-90, so we're far from that. They said we're two years away from that. So based on history. We haven't hit like the uh, the uh, the uh, late '80s, early '90s, where it peaked, but it peaked drastically uh, in 1980, like '88, '89, and '90, and then it just dropped. I think with more uh, people immigrating to Canada, and you know, we're a lot smarter. Every decade, we get smarter. I think if there is an economic turnaround, I think it's going to be more stabilized and it's going to be a downturn because we still have the population growth and that's growing 300,000 a year in Canada. And that's, you know, I mean, that's spread out the bulk of them. You know, a lot of them go to uh, Toronto, uh, Vancouver, uh, Montreal and Hamilton, Mm -hmm. all the major cities. So I I feel that if there is uh, a a change or in the market, it'll, it'll slow down the market housing prices will stabilize and it's just like in the smaller towns like 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 remember i said grimsby um housing prices will go up quite a bit and then it'll stop and it'll stabilize so a a two-story that's been going for 750 it's going to stay at that price for maybe a year and a half and then it'll jump or a jump again in a bit and so it'll stop and then people you know the the it'll balance itself out Mm -hmm. you know there'll be more inventory on the market and then people are buying and it and it just it just stabilizes i don't think we'll see what we've seen in the past look at 2008 yeah the the hardest people that got hit in 2008 were more of industry um you know companies that manufacture there weren't moving as many goods across canada united states as they were before but people didn't get hit as hard as the 1990 recession. Right. So, so if BMO saying two years, are you saying it's going to be further than that, or it's or it's I, just not going to crash? It's I, more going to level I, off. I, I think I my personal opinion, 
BMO is saying that we're going to have a, uh, in two years. That's when there will be a major adjustment. Right. Okay. I think in two years it's just going to uh, balance out and level out. Hmm. Um, and because real estate, it, like well, like like Philip was saying here, he said that um, uh, is it Canada or or is the fastest growing. In North America, fast, Hamilton's the fastest appreciating real estate market in North America, yeah. and that that has new, your New Yorks, your San Francisco's, your, your yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. Just in terms of the uh, the overall housing prices, I was talking to an agent yesterday, and uh, he bought his own personal residence on Lock Street for four hundred and fifty thousand last year, and and he said he put about a hundred thousand dollars into it, not in a, not necessarily an overall flip because it was his his personal residence. So mm. he, you know, he kind of did it up the way he wanted it to be done. Sure. And I, and I just threw out the question. I said, what, you know, what would it take for, uh, you know, for you to move? He said seven figures. So. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, so you're and, more than doubling. And, yeah. Exactly. And, and, and he, and he goes, I'm being realistic about that. He goes, wow. I'm not just saying that because it's my personal residence. Right. He goes, look at lock street right now yeah. in comparison to last year. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, you know, $400,000 equity. In his pocket today. That's from a, from a from a. Do you see what we're talking about? What people throwing out numbers that are ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about right yeah. there. Yeah. And you'll probably get it too. Yeah. And that's yeah. the crazy thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, especially if a GTA investors coming in saying, "Hey, this you know LRT's coming all day go mm-hmm. uh, close to downtown." Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. It, it's they'll yeah. have the money, right? Yeah. I mean, if if you're fixing up uh, if you're fixing up homes and. Uh, it, 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 the, the economy is going that way, and it, there will be a, a, a stop at one point. There yeah. will be. Now, I don't. If, there'll be a little bit of of uh, a, 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 a correction. When I say correction, it'll be like 2008, which was a, a little bleep, mm-hmm. and then it just kept climbing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had the last major uh, recession we had was in 1990, and, and a lot of people. Uh, re- if they remember that, that was it. You know, housing prices went down. Job, there was no jobs or anything. But if you're, like I said, you're bringing a lot of people into this country, it's just going to continue. Yeah, just continue. Let's. Uh, you want to make one? Yeah, more I point? just want to say it comes down to consumer confidence. You know, the housing market has become such a buzzword, and, mm-hmm. and you know, it headlines the spec every week, and and uh, you know, you know, with the the way that that news travels now on Twitter, you know. It's that buzzword where people have so much confidence in buying real estate and knowing that they'll make money. Yeah. That stuff is turning around so fast. So once that little uncertainty comes, that the uh, you know once the you know the, the Canadian government starts to get involved and 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 they've tried to do that with mortgage stipulations and stuff like that. Yes. Um, you know, there's another thing in regards to down payments on houses over five hundred thousand and such. But once that little you know stipulation starts to come out in the media a little bit more and and more people start to pick up on it is people will start to lose their confidence in buying houses mm-hmm. and and that's when we'll see less multiple offers but right. right now it's you know everybody's confident everybody wants to buy real estate hgtv's all over it you know this is how much you can make real estate and with that confidence results in what we're seeing today right. and at the end of the day i mean uh, real estate is never a bad investment unless i mean you're in a money pit and and those are few and far between right that's right yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on to uh, the foreign buyers tax isn't uh, a cure-all, and there's an interesting battle going on in Toronto right now, too. Yes, so I'm I'm reading another article that came out, uh, 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 released by Ryerson University, and now they're getting smarter now talking about the uh, uh, foreigners tax, and now they're saying that, okay, if you live and pay work and live in Canada and you're a a foreigner, they're going to say, okay, you're exempt from it. But instead of having outside people coming in, 
just putting their money here, but they're not living or working in Canada. Mm. So it, it, I love that idea because it helps the, you know, the, the poor guy, I'm not saying poor guy, but the average guy that is a foreigner that wants to immigrate to Canada and staying here and they're working on getting their citizenship and they can buy, they can buy a house without paying a tax, which is fantastic. Right. And uh, so they're, so they're looking at Im- uh, implementing that. And the, the, the other thing that, that was noted is um, in the, the the thing in Ryerson University was saying that the the lack of supply isn't causing this. It's a surge in demand. So there is a big surge in demand, and the demand that's beyond the normal growth of population. That's that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Construction and new list and new listings of homes. That's what there was uh, Ryerson University put uh, put together. It, it it is true. There is a surge of demand uh, that's causing all this, and with everybody coming to. Canada as one of the top countries in the world to be to, to live in. So we're getting people coming in, you know, now people are coming to Toronto, Toronto people are coming to Hamilton and Niagara. So it's just it's just a big big um uh, thing that's happening. It's a frenzy. That's yes. what it is. Yeah. It's a frenzy. <laughs> she really saved a, me. She it's, saved me. It's really a cycle because one will buy, you know, in one market, that person's going to have to move to another market, and the person there is going to move to a different that's market. Right. So it's a domino effect. Yes, basically. it is. Yeah. Uh, I know that um, Charles Souza, Ontario's finance minister, is looking at a foreign buyer's tax, especially in Toronto, similar to what, you know, Vancouver has. So at least, you know, they're talking about you know, ways to mitigate foreign buyers from taking advantage of our hot housing market. Right, right. And, and they're doing, it's just, they have to slow it down uh, to make it affordable for the people that are living here yeah, yeah. and uh, so they can find a, a residence for themselves. I've uh, got a couple minutes to go through uh, things that can go wrong on closing. I'm not sure we can do it in two minutes. We might have to extend it to our it next segment. It might be segment. A, a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, 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 we'll, we'll, go, we'll go through some things. Um, okay. Uh, it, Closing closing date is is uh, is is a tough day for a lot of people, and it's it's the unexpected. And I, I've said in the past, just be just be prepared for anything, and you know, don't drink coffee. Drink something that'll that'll <laughs> keep you calm. <laughs> don't drink Red Bull or coffee because otherwise you're going to be really hyper. Yeah. But the one thing is, um, they always say don't close on a Friday. For instance, if there's anything that's going to cause a delay in closing for any reason. Right. If you close on Friday, that means the next business day is a Monday. So that means you have to go through a whole weekend before yeah. the next business if day. If the Monday's a holiday, oh, you're, you're talking trouble. Tuesday, right? Yeah. And everybody always wants to close at the end of the month and the last day of the month, the last Friday of the month, which mm-hmm. becomes difficult because lawyers are scrambling and they're trying to do everything. The best time to close is on a Wednesday. If there's any issues, first of all, they're not as busy that day to close. They're working on your file only. Right. And secondly, if there is an issue, they can close the next day, which is less than 24 hours, uh, the next business day versus the next past the weekend. Let's get into uh, other things that can go wrong on closing uh, when we come back in our next segment. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin. 
in studio today with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team, Jennifer Dreho and Phil Golfie also in studio with us. They too are sales reps with the Golfie team. RobGolfie.com is the website, Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com, 905-575-7700 is the phone number. Again, 905-575-7700. Check them out on Facebook and you can go to at Rob Golfie on both Twitter and Instagram. Still to come, the uh, Rob Golfie coloring contest, uh, getting a home evaluation at golfiegetsitsold.com, and uh, we'll continue our discussion with things that can go wrong on closed day, on closing day. Wednesday's a good day, Friday not so much. Not, not so much. Also, if your realtor has it advertised saying, uh, beautiful backyard, complete uh, privacy with all your evergreens, and then uh, now that you sold the house as a seller, you tell your, your neighbor says, hey, listen, I want to cut back those evergreens. <laughs> <laughs> and it's happened because the guy feels that, you know what, he's, he's not obligated. The neighbor uh, takes back the evergreens, and now the buyer does his inspection yeah. on the day before, and he's going, wait a minute. Uh, I bought this house because I had a private backyard. Now I can see all my neighbors. <laughs> well, guess what? That seller is obligated to put uh, evergreens to really? get that privacy back. Holy yeah, cow. absolutely. There, you know, sometimes people change things and they don't they don't understand that. Um, for instance, uh, if you have uh, a, sk- a skunk uh, family under your porch. You're <laughs> going to declare that? You have to. Well, you you're, you're going to have to. It's up, it's up to the seller to get uh, to, to have that removed. Yeah, absolutely. What if they were like the family pet? Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> then the family pet goes with the owner. <laughs> so, yeah. but, but yeah, there, there are all those issues. And, it, and it, I'll tell you, it is a good idea to do a final walkthrough hmm. the night before, even the morning of. I, I, I like you, yeah. you guys do this all the time. Well, there's times where uh, there is um, maybe a misunderstanding when it comes to chattels and fixtures. Yep. We've talked about this earlier before on yep. another show. Um, but some people will remove the bathroom mirrors and take them with them and then they do the walkthrough. They're like, where are the bathroom mirrors? Or they yeah. took the fridge or they swapped out a fridge. Mm. So these are things that definitely are everyday things that go wrong on or before closing. So it's a good t- it, it is a good idea to go in before, check the appliances, making sure they're in good working take order. Take photograph and, yeah. and photographs yeah. of the appliances during when you actually put the offer in. It's right. it's a great idea. Um, and and you know, I don't know if people are purposely doing it or not, but it uh, you uh, it's a big expense. You're buying a big purchase there, so you want to make sure everything everything is there that you uh, said would be on paper. And uh, and and it's working. Like if the furnace is not working, it, they have to make sure it's working. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? It's and the and the hardest thing is uh, to go after somebody with an air conditioner. Now we've sold a lot of homes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the homeowner does warrant that the air conditioner works, but if it doesn't, right. you know, it's it's a, especially he, at this time of the they, year. How well, you they started it, right? it wrong in the spring. You know, it's like he, you know, right. she did this, he did that. It was working last summer. It was working yeah. last summer. You know, mm-hmm. all that. We just had an incident. Just happened right now. So uh, we're going through this experience right now is we sold a house and we were representing the sellers and the laundry room's downstairs. But there was also a laundry room, I think, on the main level, but they decided to put it downstairs. So there was plumbing behind the wall. So the people lived there for, for a long time. So new people move in. They're doing renovations throughout the house and everything. So they brought the uh, – so they're bringing the, uh, the laundry to the main level. For some reason, there's water – leaking all over the place on the second level. Now, it's never happened before. So 
they they come to us and said, hey, you know, uh, this is you know your client's fault. They should be fixing this. Mm. And you know, we're responding and say, listen, this never happened to us. Like I, you know, we're saying you guys are obviously doing renovations. You guys must have you know did something to activate or puncture something to make a water leak right. happen. So you know, it, it it now this is like he did, she did, what the you know all that kind of stuff. So it, it so the lawyers are going to go back and forth with letters. Mm. And uh, I don't know what the outcome will be with it, but because they were doing renovations, they probably triggered something to to happen. Right. And um, so, they, so you get that kind of thing that that happens even after closing. Is there a time limit after closing where the new homeowner can say, "Hey, what about this?" Yeah, like there's there's, there's some contractual it, terms. It's very ambiguous. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. yeah, I had one uh, just recently as well on the mountain, and we did a we did a home inspection. We even went the day before closing, make sure everything was good. Uh, however, they moved in that week, and there was a leak in the basement. The whole basement had flooded, oh, wow. and it looks like it had flooded before. There was mold, and. Uh, they're like, we know that they knew that there was something going on here before, and they did not disclose. Um, but at this point, they can get a lawyer, uh, but it's going to cost a retainer for the lawyer. It's going to cost for the lawyer hourly, mm-hmm. which could be... But they have a good case, though. They do have a good case. Uh, something like that I've seen uh, go to... Uh, I'm not sure if it was settled out, out of court, but it did go uh, to... Lit- like it, There were lawyers passed back and forth, letters, and... Uh, the sellers, the previous sellers, had to uh, come up because they knew there was uh, a problem and they didn't disclose. Wow. Yeah, it's just proving it. In yeah. The first place. One more segment. Uh, when we come back, we'll get into uh, getting your home evaluation at golfygetsitsold.com. We'll also talk about the Rob Golfy uh, Easter coloring contest. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. We'll go around here. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin alongside Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Special guests in studio as well, both sales reps with the Golfie team, Jennifer Dreho and Phil Golfie. 905-575-7700 is the phone number to call. You can also get a hold of Rob online, robgolfie.com, Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com, on Twitter and Instagram, at Rob Golfie, and check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page. Uh, getting a home evaluation at golfygetsitsold.com. Yes. Um, yeah, go on to our website, uh, either robgolfie.com or golfygetsitsold.com. If you go to golfygetsitsold.com, you will go directly to the home evaluation page. Let us know uh, if you're just looking for an online evaluation mm-hmm. or, or if you want us to come and see you. Uh, we definitely can give you uh, a, a really good idea of what's happening in your neighborhood, not just on your street, but in your neighborhood, to give you a, a really good idea uh, what price you'd possibly be get. So we'll yeah. give you a general idea, but we're going to give you a range because look at the houses that you know. We'll say, hey, you know, probably list at four fifty, but you might get, you know, it could go to five hundred, five fifty. Like it's it's hard, and people would like an accurate number, right? And it, and it is tough to get it, give them an accurate number without 
being there at the time saying, okay, listen, if you're going to list today, because mm-hmm. every week is different. Right. Every right. week is different. Yeah, and sometimes they're not ready to list that day. And then two weeks later, and they're like, we're ready to go. And we're <laughs> like, well, actually, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the numbers changed. changed. The yeah. numbers changed, yeah. absolutely. Um, and sometimes, you know, like I had one uh, one person that uh, I, I saw probably about uh, six, six, seven months ago. And I said, I said it's a totally different uh, different number now. And they go, really? I go, yeah. I says, the market's up quite a bit. Hmm. And uh, so, you know, thank God they called me back because if they look at the old number and they know the new number is different, they'll say, oh, that guy said it was worth 300. Right. Meanwhile, it's worth 375. Sure. And they didn't give me the up the chance to do the updated uh, evaluation. Yeah. So evaluations change by month, by you know, by week sometimes. So you have to be very careful. Mm. But we're not just evaluating with the the number two. We go in there, we help you, give you ideas of things to do to make your home sell faster. You know, a good time to sell because I mean, you just don't throw a house on the market on a Sunday and mm-hmm. you know expect good results. So we're there to help you and and yeah. discuss with you the best strategy as well. Well, it's like the Picton uh, one. Remember. You, it was listed twice before you went in you helped her move stuff around get hot with the photographer there and did everything and 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 jenny got seventy five thousand dollars more than asking on picton and it was on the market the year before for 320 (laughs) and they and and the agent struggled trying it couldn't even sell it Mm -hmm. so if anything golfing gets soul.com is uh, probably an eye-opener for a lot of people who go on and say okay i want an online evaluation and then they get that number that range back and think, oh wow, I didn't, I didn't expect that. Yeah, yeah. There's one, one. Actually, I, I was at a house on Green Hill. Uh, it was a semi, and uh, it was an older uh, couple. And uh, and I said to them, you know what? Uh, it, you probably can get. Four, I would list it at four hundred. You'll probably get more than four hundred, or you can go four twenty-five to four fifty. They go. Get out! I'm like, <laughs> they didn't I'm like. It. Usually, everybody always has a high number in their head, and I go, no, no, no. It, it is, and I, and then I, and they go. They thought I was kidding, you know, and I showed them two other listings that sold and they go, holy smokes, they did. They couldn't believe it. They couldn't uh, believe how the market's gone up because some people, you know, they've just been living there for like 30 years. And, sure. and now all of a sudden they're looking at it and they remember the price they paid was like 100000 mm-hmm. and now it's worth four times. Uh, four and a half times as much. Yeah. So they're, you know, they're they get they get excited about that. Do you think this uh, maybe can entice more people to jump into the market? Maybe they haven't thought about, you know, uh, selling, uh, selling, I, and, and I, moving I, somewhere else. Yeah, I think I think if you like, it, this is a difficult time for seniors right now because it's a good time to cash out, but can they get a place? to to go into a, a senior's residence. Sure. Yeah. And uh, so if if they're cashing out, it, they they they're doing well. Um, it uh, it just depends. T- timing is everything. Right. Timing is everything. And and we'll do everything that uh, that we can we can do for them as much as possible. So we just put a house on the market on um, I think Hickson Hickson Street in uh, Rosedale area. Um, we listed it for three fifty nine nine. If anybody wants to know, it's going to hit the market in the next uh, <laughs> couple of days ne- on Monday. Yeah. So a great house, uh, very well taken care of. Now, um, you know, we were we were debating on uh, on a number for this, either three fifty or three three sixty. And my I, I my suggestion was, if we go three fifty, you'll probably get closer to four hundred. And 360, I think we're still being good, but we're, you know, we're putting it at the market value. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on what the market will react. But the house is extremely well taken care of. Right. Uh, the, the, the lady's been there, I don't know, I think about uh, 40 years, 50 years. So she's been there for a long time. Wow. And, it, and every, you know, very nice house, beautiful home, great 
Great street, great property. Yeah. Uh, let's end the show with uh, the coloring contest. Yes, um, we had that into the. Uh, if you've seen it in the into the real estate newspaper, that uh, if, I, I guess if you live in Dundas, Ancaster, Hamilton Mountain, and Stony Creek. You guys get a real estate newspaper in your mailbox, and I'm sorry for the people in East Hamilton and Central and West Hamilton. That's not my fault. That's the newspaper's fault. <laughs> so uh, you'll sit in your in the Ancaster News and the uh, Stony Creek News, but uh, in the in the paper you'll see uh, a picture uh, that you can do a coloring contest. I'm giving away uh, three bikes. Uh, please, uh, you know, have your kids uh, go in and uh, do a, a coloring contest. Would love to uh, see their their coloring. Uh... Can you get it online, Rob? Yes, you can take a picture of it and send it to us, mm-hmm. and uh, or you or print it or print it or go you can drop it off. Golfycontest.com. Yeah, go just go if you don't if you don't have a picture. Yeah, you can go to golfycontest.com, download the picture, color it, color it. or you can um, take a snapshot of it uh, with your phone and send it to us. Yeah. no okay. problem. Yeah. Awesome. And the deadline is April 17th. April 17th, midnight. So, But don't have your kids stay up <laughs> late. <laughs> yeah. To get their beauty sleep. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'm sure that's going to go uh, well. You, you've done it for a few years now, and it's been uh, yeah. really popular. Yeah, it, it is great. And uh, it, it's so exciting to see when I drop a bike off to uh, to the child at their home. That's going to be tremendous. Like, they, they can't exactly. believe it. Yeah. 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 We got to run. Thanks uh, for coming in. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you. All right. You've been listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 right here on AM 900 CHM.